Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm not even sure what we're talking about because I went on vacation. I went to Tomorrowland in Belgium, which was a unbelievably epic experience. And of course, I came back with a cold. So not COVID, but you know, still sound off, little unpleasant, all that jazz. I wanted to hop on because consistency builds momentum and showing up for you guys weekly has been a real treat for me and I want to keep doing it. So here we are doing the thing. So I actually wanted to talk about how the process of losing weight, the process of developing your health and improving skills in order to figure out how to navigate life. It seems like it's this kind of thing where we will do it and then we'll lose the weight and then we're done. But that's not how it works. So you're, you're never done with health. It is life. I like to look at it as a lifestyle. And I know that's very like, okay, yeah, duh, obviously. But like, I really mean that. I don't just mean, oh, I'm going to do these things and I'm going to lose some weight. No, it's I'm going to do these things. They're going to become a habit. They're going to become behavioral changes that I've made into my life. And then I will continue to do them as a part of my life. And they become who I am as a person. And then from there, I can up-level performance, I can find new goals, I can learn new skills, I can develop, I can change, I can grow, and I can embody this healthful being. Coaching allows us to begin this process so that we can get to that point faster than if we did it ourselves. For example, my health journey, I mean, honestly, I've been, what, I'm 37? So I've been around a while. Okay, not a while in comparison, but like I've been around long enough to have gone through some changes with my body and experienced different things and tried different things. And I want to say that I really didn't get into having a fitness life until after 2007. For sure. I, I did things in high school. I was an amateur hockey player in college, literally as a means of like having fun and being social. I was not good. I didn't really move very quickly. I honestly had no stamina, even though technically hockey players really have these, this ability to have these like 30 second spurts of energy. I really didn't. (laughs) But once I discovered triathlon, I began to make certain changes in my life that supported that goal. And things like changing my nutrition, changing my sleep habits, changing my job. You know, I was working at a bakery and I was working the 3 a.m. shift and I was realizing that I just couldn't train. I couldn't work out after work or even before work because who who is open at that hour? Like, I'm not going to go for a run at two in the morning. I know some people do, but I'm a woman and alone in a city. No, thank you. So I've spent the last 15 years basically navigating my health journey, and I have learned a ton of different skills along the way. I've pursued different 
educational platforms, you know, culinary school, learning about nutrition, my CTNC certification, certified transformational nutrition coach, among some other things. But basically, I have developed this wealth of knowledge and done my own research on discovering new skills and learning how to be a triathlete, first of all. I didn't swim, I didn't bike, I didn't run, and I had to teach myself how to do all of these things. And I'm resourceful. I do that. That's my pride and joy, finding things to learn how to do. You know, I come from a family of educators and people obsessed with knowledge. That is my passion. I pursue those things. But not everybody does that. Not everybody has time to be like, okay, I'm going to learn about nutrition and read a book. Y'all don't have time for that shit. I mean, I would love it, but like... Realistically speaking, most people are out there trying to support their lives, going to work, doing the thing, and they just don't have time to make their health a priority. So they say. But we'll get into excuses later. So coaching allows you to get from point A to point B faster than the 15 years that it took me. So that you can get to that point of leveling up. You can get to that point of being like, I enjoy moving. This is what I do in life. Let's do something with it. Let's go hike a mountain. Let's go to Tomorrowland and rave for four days and walk around two giant cities. You know, I want to say that that trip, fast trip that I went on, probably the most exhausting trip that I have ever been on. I had like 67,000 steps on one of my days. Actually, almost all three of the days that I was at the festival. Not because I was dancing the entire time. I was walking. Like, that festival is massive. I was walking from one side to the other side to another stage to this stage to the lunch area to the bathroom area to this area all over the place. And then back and forth to camp. It was a really good way to see that my athletic background as an endurance athlete and my knowledge of how to fuel my body during strenuous exercise... It came into play. I had to make sure that I was hydrated. I had to make sure that I fed myself every few hours. I mean, if you know me at all, you know that I have to eat every three hours or I'm like this hangry ass bitch. That is amplified when I'm dancing or raving. It was a good experience being like, hey, I have these skills. I'm going to be okay. I can survive this experience and thrive in it. You know, we had a good time. Once you get past the initial, I'm going to lose weight stage, then you get into the stage of finding things to do with your life that require these newfound skills, whether that's hiking the Appalachian Trail or it's going on a big adventure like Tomorrowland or traveling to some other place and going exploring. Whatever it is that you're doing, health is so important because it allows you to do those things. And that's why I'm pursuing my strength training goals right now, because I want to be able to have this ability to do the things well into my 80s, well into my 90s. You know, I want to be able to move my body. And technically, we are a species that is actually able to live long lives where we continue to move. The only reason why we're having such, well, not the only reason, there are many reasons, but like one of the biggest reasons why we're having such an obesity epidemic and such a issue 
with our health as a society is because we have become sedentary creatures. We literally do not move. We do not walk anywhere. We do not move throughout our homes. We are literally sitting at desks all day. We're very, very much a sedentary species now. And that is so detrimental to our health. I want to say that one of the biggest things I got out of working in food service was that it forced me to move my body the entire day. Like I would cover six miles in a day, no problem. Six miles before 10 o'clock, depending on what shift I was working. Coaching builds your confidence and it allows you to get these easy wins. So basically, when you hire a coach, you are putting yourself in the position of saying, hey, I'm ready to make these changes. I'm not really sure what has to happen, what direction I need to go, and I need some guidance and accountability. And I'm asking for a partner on this journey together. Then we work together so that we can begin to help you with behavior change. We can begin to get you these quick little wins. And the more quick little wins that you get, the more confidence that you build in your ability to make these changes a lifestyle habit. And like I said, the ultimate goal is to get you to the point where you're no longer looking at it from a weight loss perspective, but you're looking at it from a, how can I live the healthiest version of me to live the best life possible? And not only is that your ultimate goal, but also you want to be able to have self-efficacy. And that means that you want to be able to take charge and take responsibility of your own health so that you don't necessarily need a coach in the same way. People have coaches for different reasons. In the beginning, you might have a coach that helps you work through your weight loss goals, but then later that coach might become a performance coach and help you with reaching specific like lifting goals or stage goals or just, you know, for me, I've had a triathlon coach before and they've helped me finish a race. Up leveling that would be help me finish a race at a certain place or a certain time or something like that. So basically, the coaching process is to help you be able to take charge of your own health and to be confident that you can do that. And one of the things that comes out of that is that you become confident that you are able to set goals for yourself and then accomplish those goals despite whatever hurdles come up in life. Because, and this is basically the whole reason for this episode, is that I want to talk about the fact that life is literally just stress management. It's obstacles popping up, challenges coming up in whatever arena we're talking about. It could be work, it could be life, it could be relationships, it could be your health. Life is encountering those obstacles and pivoting, overcoming them, figuring out how to handle them, learning, moving through those things. And one of the perspective shifts that I would like to discuss that I think is important is realizing that these obstacles, these challenges, they're opportunities. Ultimately, at the end of the day, they are opportunities for learning and for growth. So you have two options when you come up against an obstacle. The first one is you overcome it. And the second one is you learn from it. And then either you'll overcome it eventually or it will fade away and you'll develop new problems. Like, that's the thing. Our problems never really go away. You outgrow them or they fade away into the distance and you move past them because something else becomes a problem. Something else more pertinent takes up your space, your brain space. And so the ability to navigate that, the ability to look at obstacles and challenges as opportunities rather than failures, that is where coaching helps. 
It helps you to have that mindset shift, and it helps you to see that I'm not failing just because I didn't show up to every workout, just because I wasn't able to do this, just because I overate, just because I did this. None of that is failing. All of those are opportunities. The other half of that perspective shift is to look at any goal that you set, not as a bar or a level of expectation that you have to achieve in order to gain success, but rather goals within this sphere are experiments. They're opportunities for you to be like, let's figure out what works. What can I do to adjust certain behaviors in my life that will lead me to the ultimate vision, ultimate outcome, desire that I'm looking for? For example, you want to work on your eating habits and you want to adjust things so that you're maybe prioritizing protein a little bit more because you know that protein will help with muscle growth and muscle growth will help with burning more calories, ultimately help you gain strength, lose weight, lose inches, gain muscle, all that jazz. Ultimate goal, feel better in your body, feel stronger, etc. So then your experiment will be adjusting your diet to have more protein in it, paying attention to how you feel throughout the day, how you feel after you consume protein, if it helps during your workouts, if you feel better and more recovered when you consume protein and carbs after your workouts, paying attention. 90% of coaching in my world is about awareness. Everything comes back to awareness. Awareness of your appetite, awareness of your body, awareness of your environment, awareness of your support system, awareness of your habits and behaviors and patterns. It's all about paying attention to what is happening in life, specifically your life, and what is happening in the world around you and how you're responding and handling the certain situations that come up. To recap, coaching helps build your confidence by getting you easy wins, it helps you develop self-efficacy, and it helps you look at obstacles as positive learning experiences and look at goals as experiments that you can either achieve or learn from. And there is no such thing as failure, except giving up. Giving up is failure. But as a coach, I ultimately know that at some point, even if you give up now, at some point you might be ready to try again in the future. You might be ready to try a new way. You might be ready to commit again. So even giving up isn't failure. It's a pause, a moment of, okay, why? Why am I giving up? What limitations am I putting on myself that I'm believing that I can't do this thing? And we can work through that. That's a mindset shift. That's something that requires talking about and deep discussion and like, why are you feeling these things? And what is it that you can do to help get yourself past that feeling of ambivalence and resistance? In the beginning of a coaching program, it's literally about getting the ball rolling. It's about getting those initial behavior changes and installing them as experiments that you're going to put into your life each week. And literally, it doesn't necessarily have to be actual behavior changes right away. It could be cognitive. It could be we're literally thinking about making some changes and we're weighing the pros and cons and working through some of that ambivalence before you decide that you're truly ready and willing and able to make the change. That initial part of coaching isn't necessarily saying, do this thing, show up twice a week. It could be, okay, why do you want to show up twice a week? 
to a workout? What is it that's driving you? What is your ultimate goal? And are those motivational drivers, are they internal? Are they external? Is it something that your doctor told you you needed to do? You need to lose weight because of cholesterol or diabetes or whatever. So that initial period of development could be cognitive, or we could jump right into behavioral change and make those initial adjustments that are small, quick wins that you know you can do. One of the things that coaches help you do is they set goals that are actually achievable. For sure, we have the big goal and we look at it and we're like, I want that. Okay, my job, break it down, backtrack. What is the one little thing that you could do today that will get you to that goal via incremental steps that are gradually built on top of each other and they build momentum and they build wins and they build evidence of success and you get to that final goal eventually because it's a process. I know from my own strength training journey right now, it's been, I was going to say three months, but technically it's been four, but I don't know where July went. So (laughs) technically three months because I don't think I worked out in July. I mean, I danced for hundreds of miles, but I didn't lift weights. But it's been a slow process, and I'm only just now beginning to see slight changes in my body composition with some muscle growth and some development and changes in inches around my arms. I haven't seen anything in my lower body, really. But I know I'm doing the things, I'm showing up, I'm doing the workouts. Once I get back into a routine right now, things are going to start happening. It's a process. Just got to keep going. Just because life has been happening doesn't mean that I've forgotten about my goals. I'm still pursuing them, even if I didn't get to work out in July. Is that a failure? No, because I knew that I had those travel opportunities in the month of July. I knew that I wasn't going to show up for working out in a gym. Certain challenges and obstacles, they never go away. They just shift. I'm at a point where I'm maintaining my weight. I'm happy with it. I'm trying to bulk. I'm trying to get some, some muscle on my tiny bones. And it's a process, you know, like I'm having to eat a little bit more than I'm comfortable doing. I'm having to push my protein levels up higher to support the training that I ultimately am going to be doing in August because July, you know, didn't happen. It's all about navigating those challenges. So, you know, you could look at my travel in July as a failure. You could look at it as I just didn't go to the gym. But life will always have those moments. Life will always have things that get in the way. There will always be something that is going to prevent you from performing the actions in the exact manner that you had planned. So the keys with coaching and the keys with anything, honestly, in life, be flexible. Find a way to make things work even when your plans go all up in the air and everything changes. And I think that ultimately comes down to knowing what you want, knowing why you want it, and having an idea of how to get there. Because you can get to health in any number of ways. It's a matter of figuring out what's going to work for you. And that's why we call them experiments, because certain things don't work for certain people. I have a friend who doesn't eat carbs. Like, she doesn't like them. They're not really a big part of her diet. I, on the other hand, I need a lot of carbs. Not as much as I used to, because with added protein, it helps keeps me satiated longer, and I don't need as many carbs. And now I'm finding that my response to carbs isn't quite what it used to be. They make me a little bit more tired and not as energized. So having that increased protein actually helps my energy levels. Whereas before, I was very, very, very carb-centric. Now I'd say I'm moderately carb-centric. 
But anyways, you stress about the fact that what if I come up against a challenge? What if I'm not going to be able to do it? What if I fail? What if I slip up? This is my message to you. You will do all of those things. And you may even get yourself into this little spiral of feeling unworthy and not good enough and like you're a failure and you'll never get there and all of that jazz. And that will happen multiple times. But having a coach will help you get you out of that. Or having the mindset that you can get yourself out of that. I mean, I'm not saying hire me. I'm not pushing coaching. I'm pushing the fact that it is possible to make a change and it is possible to help yourself make that change. And coaching helps you get there, but you don't necessarily need it because not everybody needs that kind of support. I believe that if somebody wants something, they have the capacity and the resourcefulness and the resilience in order to figure it out themselves. I do believe that everybody can do that. Now, not everybody's circumstances are the same, and some people have different struggles, and some people just don't have access to certain things, and all of those come into play. Coaching will help with all of that, but you could also do it all on your own. So one other way to handle this idea that obstacles and challenges are always going to come up and always be a problem is rather than looking at them as a problem, they're just a part of life. And I think the more that we practice awareness, the more that we bring calm into our day, into our habits, bring mindfulness into our existence, the more we're able to calm that chaotic frenzy of our brain and not fight the struggle, but accept that, hey, this is a learning opportunity. I can grow here. I can push myself out of my comfort zone. I can take on a new challenge. And I might come out better the other side. Slow down. Just be. Practice doing nothing. In the doing nothing. In those calm moments. And this is why meditation is so important. And it's not for everybody. But if, it, if you want to try it, give it a try. It helps you slow down. It helps you be more mindful. And in today's world where social media is abundant and we have all these advertising things thrown at us on the daily and we are never really in those moments of just existing, practicing learning how to do that helps you develop mindfulness, helps you develop that awareness that is so important in your health journey. Which I know, it seems counterintuitive. I'm asking you to slow down so that you can speed up in the sense of if you begin to slow down now and you practice awareness and you practice mindfulness and paying attention to your surroundings and your body and your reactions and your feelings and your emotions and what is happening in this moment at this time, you'll be able to bring that calm into the rest of your life so that when you encounter obstacles, you can go into it with a calm and lucid mind and be like, I know I can do this. I know I can work through this. And you'll get confidence just from that calmness. And then the success of going through the obstacle or the challenge will also give you confidence. The slowing down actually gives you more energy to use throughout the rest of your day. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't have any time to work out. I'm too exhausted to work out. And I just, I, I just, there's just so much happening. I just can't do it. And I get that. I do. I've been there. I understand that. But you can learn to have moments of calm mindfulness throughout your day without actually having to sit down for like 20 minutes or an hour and like meditate. 
You could do it just doing the dishes. If you're washing the dishes, you're washing a glass, you know, just feel the glass with your hands. Feel the water coming over your hands. Feel the soap and the sponge and like focus on what you're doing. Just really tune in to that moment. That in itself is meditation because you're slowing down and you're getting in tune with your senses and you're feeling the moment of what you're doing. Use that in your health process, in your healing journey, in paying attention to your eating, paying attention to what your body is feeling and telling you, and are you hungry, are you craving, do you need a workout, do you need some movement, do you need sleep, what does your body need? Take deep breaths throughout your day. We don't breathe nearly as much as we should, but each moment that you take a deep breath That is a way of calming your nervous system, of meditating, of being in the moment, of existing now. And all of that relates to building confidence and self-efficacy because it helps you build the momentum of having mindfulness in your life. And the center of mindfulness is awareness. Developing that awareness of the world around you, of you in your space, is the first step that we go through in coaching. I teach my clients appetite awareness, but I also teach you different aspects of awareness so that you begin to pay attention to things objectively. And you look at your life and you're a scientist and you're like, what patterns are showing up? What behaviors do I do that are affecting my health, my body? How can I manipulate those behaviors? Practice noticing and naming what is happening, what emotions you're feeling, what is coming up physically, what are your feelings? What different thoughts arise from different things? You know, it can be tough when we're so used to having negative thoughts around eating certain things or overeating or binging or not working out or just not showing up in the way that we're supposed to show up. And so we have this negative talk cycle. And as humans, we have a negativity bias. So we're always constantly looking for the negative. But practicing mindfulness, practicing awareness, practicing calm helps you get in tune with your body. And the more you focus on that, the more you can feel the gratitude for life, feel the gratitude for the ability to go do the amazing things that your body can do. That allows you the opportunity to feel positive. The more you embrace positivity, the more it grows. I know it's cliche, but it's true. The health journey, whether you go through it with a coach or without a coach, it's there to help you navigate the process of understanding yourself, of becoming a master of your own body, of your own mind, of your own space, your own environment, your own life. And it will always be a learning process. There will always be obstacles. There will always be challenges. But those are opportunities to learn and to grow and to experiment. Removing negative thoughts about all of those things, the shame and the guilt and the blame and the excuses and those things that just sort of give you that uncomfortable ugh feeling. Get rid of all that. It's useless. It doesn't help you. It doesn't serve you. It has no purpose in this journey. Now, obviously... I'm not saying get rid of all your negative feelings, don't suppress shit, but like the more you're in the positive mindset of growth and improvement and development, the more that you make that part of who you are. And you might be at the very beginning of your journey and you're just like, that sounds great, but what do I eat? That sounds great, but how do I work out? 
that's also why we have coaching. We can share information. We can direct you in the direction of information. And we can help you find the answers to these things yourself. Maybe you know coaching is the right thing. Maybe you know coaching is the answer. Maybe you are just looking for the right person. Or maybe you're not. And you're like, I can do it on my own. I don't need you. Awesome. Is it working? Let me know if it's working. Because it took me 15 years. How long is it going to take you? Not being obnoxious and pushy and rude. But... So if you're wondering where to start with all of this and you are just sort of, you know, unsure if coaching is for you, unsure if you're ready to commit, you know, I have this free eating for weight loss course. It's a mini course, seven days, a bunch of emails, gives you a bunch of tactical tools to help jumpstart the process of getting you ready to move forward on this journey. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Grab it. It's free. No worries if you don't. I hope some of this was helpful, you know. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast episode and I may still be a little bit sick, so it might be a little loopy. Hopefully when I edit it all, it'll sound great. As always, thanks so much for listening and I appreciate you being a valued listener, being here. If you ever feel like reaching out, my info is in the show notes and I would love to hear from you. What do you want to hear next? What are you passionate about? What do you have questions about? What are you curious about? Let me know. Follow me on IG. Give me a holler. Also, have a great week. Take it slow. Have some mindful moments. And know that I truly believe that you're capable of anything. And if you need help, I'm here. Ciao!